following program is sponsored by Michael W. Smith. The views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Phoenix, Arizona, Brother Mike is back on the radio. Welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to Filthy Fridays on Hardcore. Thank you for tuning in. And by the way, as you know, on Filthy Fridays, please do not call anybody and tell them the radio program's on. Let's keep this thing quiet. This is uh, just kept in the family today. Filthy Fridays is too much for regular people. Today's Bible study, prison porn. I'll make a couple of announcements and get right back to the Bible study. This you're going to be very interested in. A federal court of appeals case came out I thought was very interesting and I wanted to share it with you. This is Brother Mike. I'm the professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center. We're downtown on 15th Avenue, south of Osborne Road in the Red Brick Building. On the website, hardcorechristianity.com, you'll notice we have all of our ministry services available. We have two live services every week, preaching, teaching, healing, and deliverance in both services. Both services are broadcast live on our streaming channel, youtube.com slash houseofhealingaz. When you go to the website, please remember to hit the PayPal button and send us a donation, as you have for the last 20 years. By the way, send me an email if you by any chance have been with me for 20 years. I started in 2002 over at KPXQ Christian Radio. If you caught me back then, send me an email and say hi. That would be interesting. 20 years. Gosh, I went by kind of fast, I guess. Also, send Sister Karen another house to list for sale. Thank you for the ones you sent her in 2021. That was great. Thank you for helping us. She loves to work with Born Again Christians. She's on the homepage of the website. Sign up for one of our free seminars when you go to the website. Also, sign up for my free deliverance and healing training class the fourth Saturday of every month in the small sanctuary at the Deliverance Center at noon. If you need a religious exemption for the jab, Mike at HardcoreChristianity.com. Send me an email. I'll mail it out immediately. Do you know someone who needs to be delivered or healed but can't come to the Deliverance Center? Send me an email. Mike at HardcoreChristianity.com and I will send you the Miracle List. It is a step-by-step guide to deliverance and healing and it works 100% of the time. Prison porn. Unbelievable. Now, let me tell you what happened. It was an interesting court of appeals case, the federal case. Listen to this. A guy named Richard Reynolds was serving life in prison, okay, in Connecticut. He murdered a police officer in 1992, okay. He went to prison, and uh, they confiscated 60 smut magazines and 150 pornographic photos from him. And later, they uh, disciplined him uh, for hiding a lingerie catalog in his cell. Okay, this guy is a murderer and a sex addict. Okay, that's what happened. Well, he got a lawyer because his constitutional rights were being violated for not being able to look at porn. And um, the case went all the way up to the Court of Appeals. And here's what happened. Quote, a federal judge has put the kibosh on Connecticut inmates demand for pornography citing a staggering statistic judge joseph bianco wrote in his ruling late last week the state's ban on prisoners access to pornography introduced in 2011 and phased in over a year quote is reasonably related to legitimate 
penological objectives, namely promoting a non-hostile work environment for Department of Corrections employees and staff. It enhances the safety and security of the Department of Corrections facilities and facilitates the rehabilitation of sex offenders and other inmates. And it passes constitutional muster. Bianco referred this stunning data in his opinion. Quote, in 2012, correctional staff issued 494 public indecency tickets to inmates. In 2018, after the ban had been fully implemented, the number of incidents dropped to 79. Okay? So what were, what were they saying there? Well, they banned pornography in the prisons and noticed a massive reduction in violence, in sexual perversion behaviors, in safety to Department of Corrections staff and the guards. The Connecticut Attorney General, a guy named William Tong, praised the ruling from the three-judge panel from the uh, Court of Appeals. He said it was a victory for safety of correctional officers. Here's what he said, quote, Sexually explicit images are not allowed in any state workplace. And the prohibition against pornography was a lawful measure to protect the safety and rights of inmates and workers alike. Tong's comments last week echo those offered last April when several female correctional officers testified to their experiences when inmates were granted access to pornography. What happened, uh, you know, to shorten the article up for you, it changes behavior. Pornography is like a disease, only it's spiritual. It's not physical, it's spiritual. Okay? I've been a professional counselor for 40 years. I've counseled many sex addicts over the years, and believe it or not, many of them have testified to me that they actually felt something entered their body, some kind of energy source entering their body while they were looking at hardcore pornography. In addition, there's been numerous studies done over the years on serial killers, and would you believe this, most of them were heavily involved in pornography, particularly bondage, sex, and sadism. Why is that? Because hardcore pornography, bondage porn, sadism porn, beating, urinating, and defecating on women, torturing women during sex allows demons to enter the person's body who's watching it and they turn into sex perverts. The demons get into your body and they hyperventilate, hyper-accentuate your lust of lustful desires and your desires for fornication and pornography and perverted sex and sometimes violent sex. And they found out through research that serial killers were emotionally influenced by hardcore pornography. 
Pornhub. What's interesting in this case, a guy named Joseph Scully was the pro bono attorney representing the inmate who claimed that his constitutional rights were being violated because he wasn't allowed access to pornography, in particular that he was a murderer, not a, not a pedophile. Well, this Joseph Scully argued that it's a First Amendment right to have access to pornography and that his constitutional liberties were not fairly considered in the process. He said there's no evidence to suggest that a ban on pornography created a safer, safer work environment. Can you, can you imagine that? Yeah, I mean, numerous serial killers have been interviewed. Criminologist Eric Hinckley, for example, in his book Sex Crimes and Paraphernalia, found that pornography was an emotional influence to people who hated women and murdered women. You notice that many of the serial killers, are their victims were usually women, and many of them in most cases were prostitutes. They considered, when they interviewed the serial killer, that they all testified that pornography was a major part of their life and that it was an, it was an emotional influence on their behavior. Well, this Eric Kinky guy went over four things that I thought was interesting I wanted to share it with you. He cited a study that defined a four-step syndrome with people that are addicted to pornography. Number one, they become addicted to the images. Number two, they have an increased appetite for those images. Number three, they have a desensitization to violence. In other words, they watch perverted, violent pornography, sadism, sadomasochism, they watch it and they become desensitized to it and the behavior becomes normal. And that's what the devil does. He presents you with sin over and over and over and over again. And what does he do that? You then develop desensitization. The behavior that used, you used to consider inappropriate is now normal. You used to consider heavy drug usage inappropriate. You now consider it normal. You used to consider hardcore pornography embarrassing. Now you consider it normal. It's a simple process of what psychologists call systematic desensitizations. Number four, he said that the person has a desire to act out the images. They, are de they have desensitization to violence. And number four, they act out the images that they see. And they found that distorted, perverted Sexual abuse of women in pornography, where you're beating them, where they, the women find pleasure in being hurt during intercourse. All those things are implanted by demons in the person's soul, and they become emotionally attached and mentally acute to that behavior. And then they repeat it later if they have developed a mental illness. Now, obviously, no, most people who watch pornography do not get involved in becoming a serial killer, but it's interesting to note that the demons can take a normal person filled with lust and perversion, and if they have been physically 
emotionally and sexually abused or if they have gone through satanic ritual abuse, that person can become violent, particularly if, if they have borderline personality disorder or violent narcissism. This is what's happening. It's all caused by demons. If you have lust issues, you can be completely delivered and set free. I have seen hundreds of people, particularly men, delivered from lust demons. Men, women have them too. 602-636-5800. Call for a, a counseling and deliverance appointment today. If you are a born-again Christian, there's no charge for the counseling appointments. You'll be seen by a professional, maybe even me. And once those demons are removed from your body, you will no longer be a sex addict. You will no longer be a sex pervert. You will no longer be a pedophile. You will no longer be a woman abuser. You can be restored through the blood of Christ and the power of the Holy Ghost. The views expressed on this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith.